Hello, everyone, and welcome to Paranormal Roundtable. I'm your host, Josh Turner, a.k.a. Wolf, and with me, as always, is... Sal, how's everybody doing? The salads are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's that get going, anyway, with the... Are you, you catching it's, people slipping it, on the salads? It's going, man. They're it's, not eating the cob salad, you put them in a choke? Kale. Only kale. Kale. Kale is actually a yeah, powerful a real, food. I eat it all the time. One. I love it. It's good for you. Yeah, but you know what's not good for you? Getting choked, like I said, <laughs> and 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 that's what we're gonna talk about today. That's what First, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna plug our emails: doswolfman88 at gmail dot com, doswolfman88 at gmail dot com. And you want to give the other email? Yeah, our secondary email is wolfandsal at gmail dot com. Check out the description, you know, at our website or website. Excuse me, I'm sorry, our YouTube channel. It's all there. Both of them are right there. Send us your stories. We want to get to them. Want to read them? We want to know about them. You know, and we're going to get to them as fast as we can because we want to tell your story. Bottom line. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about real quick is the website. We are trying in the process of trying to get that up yeah. and built. So we have a few things, in, you know, irons in the fire. One of the things we did, um, we after the drop. The mega drop. The mega drop, which was Good Friday, I guess, right? Oh, yes. Before Easter. Mm-hmm. Right, at e- right after Easter, and we got together. And we're like, hey, we need to go over all these comments. We got a ton of comments. And what we're going to do on one of the shows coming up, we're going to actually uh, read some of your comments. Because some of you guys actually sent crazy stories in the comments. And we're like, hey, these are these are pretty cool. We did overlook some of the feedback. And we thought, man, maybe we're not doing such a good job. Maybe know. our voices are really crappy. Maybe that's <laughs> what, <laughs> you know? Hey, you, we, we're trying to do the best we can. This is a work in progress. But. We're going to try to always give you the best quality product. product. Yes. Absolutely. Um, We addressed a few things. We sent a few of you messages back and forth just to try to correspond with you. If it wasn't Sal or I, it was uh, our team that uh, got in touch with you. Anything that was rude or or out of character would not be me or Sal. That would probably be the team members, Tony Tony and Mr. Moreno. I'm going to just (laughs) lay it out there. They are very rude individuals. Very rude. Just, just, just kidding, guys. They're, they're good kids. Like, seriously. So, what, what we have today is something because we got so much positive feedback about the house. You know, like saying, "Man, I wish I lived in a house like that." And, "Hey, man, can you let me live in that house?" I'm just kidding. No, seriously. People saying, "I want to hear more about it." These creepy stories about the house. And, like I said before, I had lots of people that came and went over the years in that house. But not everybody's able to tell a story, and I got some guys that can give me their accounts of it, but they're not really able to to um, articulate the story. Um, but with me today is a friend of mine who stepped up and said, "You know what? I lived in that house, and I will tell my story." And uh, he's a good friend of mine. Worked with me downtown <clears throat> on Sixth Street in Austin, and he is a former professional MMA fighter. His name is Chief. How's it going, everybody? Introduce yourself. Chief, you you want to just, where do we begin? Hey, just, hey, well, the first thing's first, introduction. Yeah. Uh, my name is Chief, guys. Uh, uh, my government name is Christopher Flores, but I'm known as Chief uh, to anybody who knows me. I'm a coach at Arcanum Combat Jiu-Jitsu Academy, and I'm a tattoo artist at uh, Forsaken Tattoos. I'm also a freelance ghost hunter, per se. I don't really do requests. I really just kind of stake out stories or whatever I come across that I find interesting. Uh, this past summer, I got to visit the uh, hospital I was born in. 
uh, Alice Memorial Hospital. That was that was pretty creepy. Was pretty you were cool. born in Alice, Texas. Born in Alice, Texas. And you lived in Corpus for a while too. I, I lived in Corpus Christi for a while. It's yeah. a, there's there's a bed of activity down there. I got some good stuff from Corpus and Alice. Uh, but back to the house. Yeah, um, that was that was the thing we talked about. Uh, Chief is also a very good tattoo artist, by the way. Didn't know, it didn't start out like that. <laughs> yeah, it took time. Like, I had to hone my skills. He's a man of many skills. Man of many skills. There you go. Do you want to explain the name? Like what? How? Why they call you Chief? Um, it was really just kind of a coincidence. When I was younger, they used to call me the Big Cheese, you know, and uh, it kind of transferred over to Chief. I had a coach that misunderstood some of my friends and uh, right there in the middle of a baseball game, he said, Chief, all right, Chief, you know, and uh, I think some of that might have been, you know, some of, some of my native roots, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm uh, Hispanic descent. My, my mom's got some Native American in there. Lapan, right? Lapan. Yeah. Um, so that's how that began. You know, we went from the cheese to the chief. And I, I remember when you first came to the club to work with us, because uh, I'd met you with Squid. Yeah. And I remember you, we, you were like, I want a job. And people would talk all the time. And I'd be like, you know what club we work at? Because it could be a violent place. And he was <laughs> like, hey, man, I want a job. So I said, all right, come back. And if you come back on Tuesday, we'll give you a job. Pretty notorious place, man. Yeah. And so you came back and you actually started working with us. And, and uh, the first time I remember the owner... He asked him, what do we call you? Because everybody had nicknames, and he already had one. Mm-hmm. And you you didn't do that. You didn't just come in and have your own nickname. So he comes in, and he's like, uh, call me Chief. And he's like, I'm the Chief. He's like, and he points at me, and he's like, that's your Chief. He goes, you're not a Chief. So you're, he goes, you're a Papoose. You're a Papoose. <laughs> <laughs> and so we called him Little Papoose for a few months, and then he's like, hey, is this ever going to change? Am I going to be called something else in Diablo? My brother just started calling. He said, like, "You know what? We'll just call him Chief. You know, he's earned it." The owner actually, uh, the owner actually managed to give me another moniker, which I think was his uh, his way of changing it. He looked at me right in front of Josh one night and goes, "Hey, Chof, Chof. come here." Chof. <laughs> yeah. so, so that became a that got added to the list of monikers. Yeah, and we actually ran into him. I was with my two nephews, and we 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 were going into the the bus stage transit center, whatever, and he works there. Oh. And, and like he part time, you know, it's a little part time thing. He's got two kids in college, and I saw him, and he actually asked about you. Oh, he asked cool. about, yeah, and then and then you know, it, was, it just came up, and he did still calls him that. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's it. neither here it. nor there. That's what we're here to talk about is the house, and th- th- just to clarify, the guys that lived in this house that came and went in that house, and Armando, you've talked, we've talked about this. Oh yeah, they were not skittish scaredy kind of guys no yeah from what you've told me it's a you know they were a pretty rough crowd you know and not much would uh send them running out the front door so you know this is to me this is a a good surprise because get to hear chief stories from the source Mm -hmm. and so that just basically you know it's going to lead me to the first question you know how long did you live there off and on uh i would say three and a half four years and, uh, you know, maybe longer, I, I would say, I, w- I would say four years, but there was probably a 10 or 12 year period of time that we were always there, you know, we had guys coming and going and, you know, some guys, some guys would come back, you know, and some guys would graduate and get their own place, but they, we'd all still kind of <laughs> gravitate back to wolves, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, despite how 
bizarre and crazy the stuff that happened at the house everybody we still kind of hung out you know and that's one of the things that i was i'll get into later was i i it actually i believe the entity desensitized me uh with not only with occurrences happening so often but i feel like the entity actually played head games with 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 wolf and i yeah so it did with with a lot of people Judging from all the stories and the guys I've talked to that used to live in that house off and on, such as Chief, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. It doesn't sound surprising at all, which, of course, you know, what type of entity that's mischievous or has evil intentions wouldn't want to do that, right? Next question I got for you, the strangeness. Did it start right away or or, or was it a gradually working into it? To be honest, the the we I had an incident probably my first hour or two the night I moved in. Um, I'm sitting in the uh, in the living room. Josh is in his room. You can call me Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> you always call me Wolf. Well, yeah, the yeah, audience felt, knows felt awkward. Sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. Wolf. Wolf, Wolf was in his room. It's awkward to call me Josh. You're not used to that. Wolf was in his room. I'm in the living room. We had a, a, a L shaped kind of deal going on. And, um, so, you know, I'm just minding my business. I'm watching TV wolves in the other room. And, uh, we had a, we had a German shepherd Caesar. And the real weird part about it was it was my first day that I moved in, but probably a six to nine month period of time. I, I already had a rapport with Caesar because I would feed him. Yeah. You would come over and feed the dog. Wolf, wolf be at the club or, or whatever he had going on and, out of town, and, you know, out of town. Most of the time, sometimes, you know, he'd be like, Hey, you think you can go over and take care of Caesar for me? Yeah, sure, man. And, and and the funny part was probably that six to nine month period of time, I'd always hear and I'd always hear all these stories, but I was a super skeptic. Not only was I young, but I'm also the kind of person where I'm going to believe half of what I see and none of what I hear. You know, I'm real skeptical. I, I that, That's probably one of my, one of the reasons that draws me to the paranormal, you know, but uh, back to the story. So... In the living room, Caesar's in my proximity. All of the hair on this little animal—well, he probably wasn't probably medium-sized dog at this point. Yeah, he wasn't full-grown. Yeah, I don't think at that time he was probably he was a pup, probably yeah. at one point. And then he grew because Ivan was full full-grown. Yeah, Ivan was full-blown. Caesar was probably medium at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, so all the hair on this animal stands straight up, and I don't mean like you walk through a cold spot or you're generally scared or intimidated by something and, and the hair on the back of your neck or maybe your arm stands up. This hair on this animal stood straight up. Okay. Starts panting, barking, kind of whining, pees a little bit, going around in circles, barking in, in the corner of the room. Uh, here comes Wolf. Hey, what's going on with Caesar? I don't know, bro. He's, he's, he's freaking out, man. What are you doing to my dog? <laughs> I'm like, oh, bro, I, I'm sitting here watching TV. And he, sh- you know, kind of shakes his head like, okay, you know, walks back to the room. I get back to the baseball game, you know. Probably five, ten minutes goes by. This dog starts spazzing out again. It's just panting, you know, and pawing, pawing, you know, like he wants to engage whatever's in front of him, you know, wiggling his butt, you know, hair standing straight up, te- showing me teeth. I'm like, okay, this thing's gonna, this thing's gonna latch on to me. Here comes Wolf. Chief, what are you doing to my dog, bro? 
I'm like, and at this point, I'm like, okay, you know, we're having words. His dog's freaking out. Um, and I want to say that was our first, I guess, heated kind of argument. Like, hey, bro, what are you doing to my dog? And I'm like, your dog is literally just spazzing out right here on something <laughs> or someone or I don't know. Yeah, and at the, I'll, I'll just clarify. At that time, I was gone a lot. I was going out of town a lot. And Chief and, and Loki, another friend of ours, they were taking care of the dogs and they would house sit. Yeah, and it's kind of like a rotating thing. That the, the different guys would would take care of the house when I would go out of town, and it was like they were the new guys, you know, because you you started and then Loki came after you. Yeah, and then you guys grew up together, y'all good friends from Mainer, right? Yeah, Mainer, Texas, and Mainer, Texas, and so you brought you brought Mustangs Loki. and Goatman. Goatman, yeah, <laughs> Goatman has the stories out there. Uh, you brought Loki on, and uh, he was kind of a he's a, he's a real good friend of mine too. He's a character. Um, he's got stories too. Actually, we're gonna get into that one day with him. But he, you guys started taking care of the dog, and it was a pup, and then it started growing. And then I remember I was going out of town a lot, so you were probably at the house more than I was. Mm -hmm. So then when I when that night when I came back, that was like I had just gotten done going out of town, having to do all that stuff. So I remember, I want to say you were in Houston. Maybe it was Houston or Dallas, one of them two. I was going a lot to either city, and I just remember like I had a lot of stuff to take care of, and and um, we were, I guess, like I said, I was probably it was. Trying to remember what, what month it was when I finally got back. It was probably early fall, fall. September. Probably I think it was September. fall because I started working for you. Uh, maybe spring, summertime. Oh, you started working in the um, summertime. Yeah, yeah. And the and the point being is that we had talked about the seasons and how this thing went through the seasons. Yeah, it was seasonal. And I remember that job that I was doing, going back and forth, was ending in September. So I think it was like that. That was where when you moved in was like right at the end of September, and then you were there during the uh, October of that year. Whatever year that was, and I didn't want to, I can't even remember. Yeah, I remember Thanksgiving and Taylor. Yeah, and then Taylor. Yeah, we had Thanksgiving, and then a lot, a lot of the guys would actually come to my family's and have Christmas or Thanksgiving with my family, which was that's kind of weird, but people would do. They would do that, and so they were a very close knit group of guys, like family, like brothers, you know. And so it, the point was that that this thing was a seasonal thing to me because I don't really remember it happening a whole lot in the summer or the winter, maybe more the winter, but like I remember just. It, just like it would come and go but during that time that you lived there it was like there and it oh. was happening a lot well my theory was nobody in our i guess ragtag you know group is is like you were saying earlier no nobody scares easy in our group no but my theory was maybe the entity was 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 different or more active upon the type of person around, you yeah, know, the emotional kind of state, you know, the mental state, you know, whatever, you know, some people might be headstrong on the exterior, but not, not so mentally tough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just my theory. But I noticed when I lived there for about three and a half, four years, we had probably an incident sometimes twice a day. Yeah. The first six months, I would say probably. And I wanted, sure. that was part of the desensitizing where... That was part of the desensitizing where uh, it was kind of like, yeah, weird stuff's happening. I'm just going to go about my business because I was so used to it. But I think after a while, whatever the entity was, was using that to his advantage because my buddy Wolf had a few sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. scenarios. And the one that I got to experience that scared the bejesus out of me uh, 
Well, more so because, hey, you know, we're already dealing with an entity, but also... Or entities. Oh, right, entities, exactly. Uh, but much, much more so that I felt like my friend was having a seizure or, or some sort of attack, you know, like, like a physical deal, not, not attacked by an entity or, or a spirit or something. But, yeah, I mean, I felt like this thing literally played head games with us you know, because sometimes, it, well, we'll go back to the, did we, did, we, did we bring up the doppelganger yet? No, no, no we haven't talked about no, that. We're going to talk about we'll, that one. We'll touch on yeah. that, but the, I think not only did did it ha- did this entity create a doppelganger for people, for friends or people that were around, but it would also, it would also use voices. Yeah. I felt absolutely. like this thing played Wolf and I against each other. You know, it I did I, that with a lot of people. Yeah, I'd hear, I'd hear Wolf, or I mean, I'd hear Chief, and it was one of those instances where I just left my room and I just spoke to Wolf about five minutes ago. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'd go, hey, bro, what's up? And you're like, I didn't call you. And I'm like, I, I, I heard you call me, bro. You called me. And it was kind of like it became like a, a bothersome kind of, I didn't call you, bro. Yeah, you, I hear you calling me. What do you need? And I want to, and in theory, I feel like that was the, uh, the, desensitizing you know in theory i felt like maybe this thing was messing with my roommates while i was in the room going i'm not checking on it weird stuff's going on in this house i'm not checking on it i just talked to wolf you know and that that's just my theory i seriously feel like the the, the thing really played head games with with me and wolf and, and anybody who was around for that matter yeah because it happened the, the doppelganger thing and like sal we told you before, like you, everybody that you've interviewed so far up to this point, and some of them that haven't even gotten on the show yet, but you know what you've heard over and over again, that there was some sort of like double thing that would go on here. It happened to me. It happened to my friend, Pete. Um, Pete lives, listened up in Colorado. Uh, we've already talked about it since the show. Yeah. It happened to, to, to squid to, to him, uh, to my brother, to scorpion. It happened over and over again. It was a, it was a theme in that house. Like you, somebody would see somebody else, they would go in the other room, and then they would think that they were there, and then they wouldn't be them. It would be someone else. And now my wife has actually talked to several of the guys that live there now, and she she noticed that right away. She's like, "There's a common thread there that just keeps coming up over and over again." Is that the voices? It would mimic people's voices. It would mimic the dogs. Even uh, it mimicked uh, people, neighbors. Like you would hear a knock on the door, nobody there, you know. And and like I said, for the first couple of years I was in that house, a lot of people experienced it. I wasn't even around that much, and people were coming and telling me that house is haunted. Now I know, Chief, when you first started taking care of the dogs there, you know, you would go over there to t- like daily. And I remember the guy that did it before you, him talking about well, that house is haunted, you know. And Chief was like, I don't, I ain't afraid of no ghost, you know. <laughs> we're not the kind of scaredy guys that are scurrying away, you know. I mean, we were group of guys that we were a couple club of fighters yeah. you know and, and like i said before i'm not bragging or talking about how i'm only using that as a reference folks i know people saying like oh you think you're tough well everybody likes to think they're tough but right. i've been in some situations and chief can attest i mean you know the, the, we're not we weren't a bunch of uh goofballs you know just seeing all kind of you know little little rascals over here like d was saying at first until it happened to him i guess a good way to put it is that we're not talking about our own prowess. We're just saying that the the group of guys that we had around didn't scare easy. So rather than our view being 
the opposite direction, you know, the kind of deal where I don't know, I didn't see any details because I was tuck tailing running. No, we sat there and watched this phenomenon <laughs> while it happened right in front of us. I guess that's what we're trying to exemplify. So the doppelganger, of course, the common thread, you know, Diablo, Diablo told his story and then Scorpion told his story and yeah. he, you know, he, he said it himself. He saw you clear as day, and then he goes out to check, and there you are, because he just thought you had left and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's amazing. What are your experiences? The one that sticks out the most, Chief, What's which one of those sticks out? The doppelganger incident that sticks out the most with me is uh, Loki and I were, were, leaving, were leaving the club, and neither one of us had keys to the house. Uh, each of us had a set, but I left mine at the house, <laughs> I remember this. and uh, Loki didn't have his for whatever reason, because he'd feed the dogs sometimes, too. Um, I mean, you know, at that point, it wasn't even feeding the dogs. People just show up, and if you had a key, you know, come on in. Open door policy at Wolf's. Yeah. But uh, back to the doppelganger, so we're getting out the car, and uh, Wolf had like a carport and you kind of walk up to the sidewalk, you know, and then there's a window right next to the door. So back in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to wake Wolf up. I don't have my key. Well, out of my periphery, Wolf's in the window. Wolf's in the window, you know, pulls a blind down like he's checking out to see who's coming in. I'm like, oh, man, he's up. Cool. Door was open. So Loki and I walk in. No Wolf. So. We go to the room, doors closed, which was kind of odd. Uh, normally, there's a certain scenarios that that would occur, but it was rare. So I'm like, okay, has he got company? What's, what's going on? So I just night lock, uh, uh, a light knock. There's the punchiness, Wolf. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, you doing good? You're doing good. <laughs> a light knock. Didn't wake him. A loud knock. Hey, what's up? You know, the... <laughs> The wolf voice, right? Hey, what's up? Hey, bro. Uh, oh, his the first thing he says, hey, what's up? Uh, how'd you get in? He knew I left my keys. You know, we got a bunch of security guys. You know, everybody's not really the nicest part of town. You know what I mean? And, you know, everybody's big on safety, you know. Um, he's like, how'd you get in? And I'm like. Yeah, because uh, there was another bolt on that door. And I always bolted both. So when I went to sleep, so obviously that night you're talking about, I did go to sleep with the bolt. Right. So you wouldn't have been able to get in, just key in that thing, if I remember correctly. And so th- that was weird. And, you know, you you guys like did, you know, and I was like, how did you get in? Yes. You know, and I, I locked up the house before I, and it was, I didn't know you guys were coming over because I had just gotten back from out of town and they were like, you know, we don't know, we don't have our key, whatever. You told me the whole story. And if I remember correctly, you both or one of y'all had the key. I had a key. No, we we both had keys. Had keys, yeah. We both had keys. We just didn't have any. I left mine well, you little at the turds. house. They little turds. <laughs> I, I gave one of y'all a key. And y'all made a copy of is what it no, was. No, he uh, <laughs> he had a key because he was feeding the dogs. <laughs> one of y'all had the key. I didn't remember giving two keys, but now you say that it's like okay, all right. So allegedly, this doppelganger looks out the window and unlocked the door for me, unless. Very rare, and I and I I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on it unless Wolf didn't lock the door. Yeah, and I I don't I didn't do that. But I'm very, we had the, the place was in a sketchy area at yeah. times, and we had incidents with neighbors, oh. <laughs> which I think my brother had oh, touched gosh. on. 
So, yeah, we had some instances with neighbors. Uh, the Super Bowl comes to mind, Chief. Yeah, I want to get into that, but we had some incidents. With so so I had locked the door. When I came home that night from out of town, I was like, you know, and then y'all came and knocked on my bedroom door. Yeah. And I don't even remember why the door was closed. I don't remember. You know, and I darn sure wasn't sitting in front of the window. But that wasn't, like, the first time that that had happened. It was a common occurrence in that house. Yeah, I remember... Uh uh, other incidents with uh, Diablo and Scorpion had doppelganger incidents. Yeah, I yeah. think that the even if let's say Wolf didn't leave the door locked, okay, let's say he left it unlocked, still bizarre that we saw him looking out the window, and when we walk in, the man is sound asleep. Well, so I mean, even if the like I say, even if the door was unlocked. There's still a bizarre incident going on. Well, it doesn't sound too bizarre considering the other incidents. The circumstances. Yeah, it well, sounds the, right along. It sounds right right in keeping with the way the house is. The abnormal becomes normal. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. And it I becomes, think that we were all just like, we worked a lot too. And then, you know, when we would go out and do stuff on our nights off, people would go their own way, whatever. But I, the best way to describe that house and the atmosphere around that house was when we were talking earlier in the pre-interview. Mm -hmm. Chief and we were talking. It was like the outsiders. Yes, <laughs> we were like that, but Very a more, much. but a more multicultural outsiders and a lot more aggressive. <laughs> a little on the rough side. Maybe. Very rough. It wasn't the it wasn't West Side Story. We were we were very much uh, a rough trade, but <laughs> very ragtag. Uh, we, we fought I, each other. A I, lot of us. I would say we were land pirates, bro. I mean, we didn't pillage and plunder <laughs> unless you deserved it. Well, but yeah, we don't want to get into all <laughs> yeah. that stuff in the past. We were land pirates, lunch, folks. <laughs> no, th th there was just like there was a group. Of, we were a group of guys, and we partied and we we did what we did. We we, we fought. There were guys that fought in the front yard, and I think this th one of my theories. Like you're talking which about time? <laughs> well, not about me personally. I, I fought a few times, but you did too. You, you fought Scorpion. We're not going to get into that whole fight, but <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that's just, uh, and you know, and it, respectfully, I think that's just boys being yeah, boys, boys, man. The, the theory. I want to ask this question for you because you, the, we were talking to you, Armando, about this, and you asked because because Chief saying he had the theory about it. My theory, I'm going to say this, was that there was so much of that aggression around, you know, and there was so much uh, emotion and things attached that I think that the entity or entities. My theory is that it, it it fed off of all that. Oh, that's, right. that's raw energy that everybody had. I, I can agree with that. You were talking about when we came home from the club at times, and at any given time, you, me, a man, any of the guys that were living there, there would be a fight had occurred or something, and then later on, there would an activity would would pop up. Right. If it, it was kind of a sometimes it would be just a, a buzz kill. Or sometimes, you know, like if it was a, if something happened, you know, altercation at the club, you know, and, you know, you brag or you, you go, hey, man, you know, you, you really handled that guy. You know, it's tough scenarios happen or what, what for whatever reason, you know, I just remember a few celebrations got cut short with some activity Weird. going on. And I also remember even 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 in a low a low area or, or a time where, you know, everybody, you know, somebody could have been fighting or maybe there was an altercation or maybe there was adversity in life. You know what I mean? I, did, I just I specifically remember that there was always an occurrence after there was emotion or celebration or there was always and it didn't necessarily happen during, you know, 
sometimes something would happen, an incident with, with the guys or whatever, you know, argument or for whatever the altercation may be. And then minutes later, an hour later, some starts tripping, TV's going off and on, channels changing, you know, lights flickering, stuff shooting out of the famous window. My theory is I think everything comes came out of that mirror. Sorry, mirror. Yeah. That that <laughs> Yeah, now now speaking about the mirror, Scorpion as well as Diablo have mentioned that mirror. What is your experience with that mirror? It's funny with the mirror because I feel like I was maybe because I, I remember we would heckle Diablo because he was real skeptical. And I, I remember when he came back and he was real kind of, oh, no, you know, you know, you, you don't know. What, you guys don't know what you're talking about, you know. And, it's, uh, and then I remember something happened and um, that changed his outlook on it. But um, my I, I kind of came in and followed the same suit. You know, I was real headstrong. I was real. Oh, well, you know, I never really had anything bizarre or, or paranormal or anything kind of happen at that point. So I came in kind of with the same attitude that, ah, there's nothing, you know. And and at the time, I remember this is late 90s, you know, bodybuilding was still kind of the deal, you know, and and we'd get off of work and we'd go straight to 24 it hour. Was, yeah, it, was, it wasn't 24 hours that time. It was uh Golds with fitness, yeah, and then oh, Golds Gym, yeah, right. and then Fitness Connection. But then they were here, then they left. So we were into that, and uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Wolf. Um, no, I just remember one day I was I was in the mirror, and you know I was che- I was checking myself out. You know, I was, <laughs> that was a common occurrence there too. Everybody was looking at their pecs right. and their your arms, right, know. lifting weights and whatnot. But I was in the mirror, and I was you know being silly, you know, uh, out of my periphery something darts across it looked like it darted from wolf's wall which was opposite of the mirror into his room well that's strange yeah and it was like it wasn't like a full body apparition it was like a little black thing it was like it seemed bipedal to me because it would jump like a frog you know like the movement but it also seemed like it didn't have any arms. That, that, wow. that, I'm sorry for jumping out there because because before this we did the, the when we talked a little bit about this before the show, most of this you're hearing for the first time. Yes, so that I part am. you are. I'm going to say something to you, Chief. Now you don't know this, but like we at Easter, I uh, went to visit my family, and some of them live in Hutto. Yeah. <clears throat> and Anthony, my nephew here, uh, we had Easter at your mom's, and so we went to his. Would be my niece's, I guess, uh, boyfriend or still boyfriend and girlfriend, not his fiance yet, right? Okay, he has a, a a salon in Taylor, and we went in there and they have an antique store, and we were going through the back, and he was showing me some really creepy objects, and one of which they thought was really creepy. They showed us was this. I was going to tell you this, Chief. I didn't tell you. It was this gargoyle-looking creature. Do you remember that, Anthony? What? Yeah. And and he, and Andy took a picture of it, and as soon as I saw it, I said, "Oh my gosh! If you slowed that thing down, that would run and jump out of the mirror, okay, going down the hallway. That thing that they had at that shop, it looked like that thing. It had very little tiny like uh, like nubs for arms, kind of right, and it had, but it had full legs, and it was leaning forward. And if you stood it up and then kind of put it at an angle, it looked like that." 
It's, wow, it, it was cool. very bottom heavy to me. Yes, like, yes, yes, absolutely. It, you notice that because the like, only, I, that's so weird. The only thing, a, a good comparison is, and it's probably silly, but have you ever seen the little creature on the nerd's candy box? Yes. That's the shape. It's like a little a frumpy, kind of toady, kind of, you know, and I, I did, I never, I, I got a shape and its movement and that was it. And that was probably, not only would I see it dart across Wolf's room when I was checking out my pecs and whatnot in the mirror, because that was opposite of the mirror behind me, but I would see it dart into the mirror. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I got a question, brother. Now, I've talked to Wolf and a lot of the other guys, and, 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 I, and I'm getting this picture in my mind. They've mentioned it. He's mentioned it. And I'm getting different sizes about this, this black entity thing, man. What? Okay, what's up with that, brother? Yeah, well, do you want me to address it? Please, please okay. do, Wolf. Okay, so you pointed at me. The <laughs> people at home listening couldn't see that. Yeah. Um, the thing is, Chief, you describe it at a different size. Loki describes a different size. Squid, Diablo, Scorpion, goes down the line. Taz, everybody had a different size of this thing. And then sometimes they would toot like the same person like Diablo told you. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. that, that sometimes it was this size and then it was bigger. Yeah. I got a weird theory about if you want to postulate on a theory about that. Uh, we were on D. Doss's show. We kept coming up with postulate, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm going to say this. It, it was a postulating on this. It grew, shape shifted. I don't know. It seemed like over time it got bigger. Like it was like when it was, when I first moved in, it was like smaller. And then it seemed like over time it got bigger and bigger. Every time I'd see it, it seemed like it was, you know, bigger. That's... Like it was growing. I, I, that's a weird thing to say, but it, it was it was a very uh, weird phenomenon. I, I can't really explain to you, like. That's just, well, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, wait a minute, hold on. T Tony just asked a question, and he brought up a good point. What if there were more more than one of these? Things? That's what I felt. Like, what if there was, like, a whole herd of them or something, you know? A gang like of a them, if you Like a whole box of nerds. Dude. something. I don't know. <laughs> That's a creepy thought to think about. It's we were living with a bunch of little crunchy candy it things. It was a whole box of goobers. Evil. Yeah, crunchy. it was evil crunchy candy, I, yeah. I, I want to say could have been all three. Could have been uh, one or two of those entities were growing. Could have been multiple entities. Could have been a shapeshifter. It's hard to, yeah. I feel like it had to be. I know you said Taz. And I had another story about Taz. Uh, whatever Taz saw scared scared him. Now, folks, Taz is, that's the nickname of the individual. We're not going to give his real name. But the, the nickname of the individual that I saw the entity on the wall with, he was laying on one couch. I was laying on the other. I think episode two, we touched on that. I believe so. And I, I talked about, now, now what, what happened was there was this big shadow thing on the wall. For those of you who didn't hear episode two, and so I was laying on the couch, and I don't know if I told you this in, in episode two, but I have told you this before, Armando, yes. that I threw up a I threw a rolled up sock at it. <laughs> I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I threw a rolled up sock stupidly because I didn't know if what I was seeing was what I was really seeing. So I threw it, and that's when the the what looked like uh, wings popped out, and it kind of went sideways into the room. Oh man, I know you guys were probably that would have been a mind blow. I remember the Taz incident with me. Uh, I remember Wolf stepped out. I want to say he went to the post office and I was in my room and I just hear Ch -ch 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 Chief, Ch -ch 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 Chief, 
and then it gets louder. Chief, chief. I'm like, whoa. So I run out of my room through the hall, go through the dining room, go to the kitchen. There was a washroom over there, kind of with a pantry. And this is a black man. And Taz looked white. Not only did he look white, he was dripping sweat. And he went from Taz, it's kind of why we call Taz Taz, is because of the. Well, he went from Taz, respectfully, Taz, if you're listening, respectfully, he went from Taz to Porky Pig. Or the micro machine car I think you guy. Need to explain to people what, what that yeah, means. I, what it means is like he, he was so frightened that he was he was speaking a hundred miles an hour. He was trying to explain to me whatever he encountered. Mm-hmm. And I think that backs up that theory that it either grew or it's a shapeshifter because whatever Taz saw or witnessed, it scared him. Yeah, and it, and it got bigger because that thing that he saw, I think he saw at least two times, and it oh, was bigger. Man. He saw the smaller one. But like he thought that it was two different things. He had told me that. That's what I felt. Because, yeah. but but I think that there was more than one entity. There was a lot of weird stuff going on there, and um, there were there were what seemed to be ghosts too. Like, I, and I really do believe there was a difference between the two because there were some that didn't give off a menacing, horrible vibe, and then some that did. But I remember one time in particular, I was laying on the couch, and I know I've never told this story on the show. I know, I'm pretty sure. But I, I woke up to this, this uh, what looked like a, this is weird, a man that was standing over me. He had a red beard, never had seen this guy before. His eyes were completely black. And I was like in that half awake, half dream state. So over the years, I've always tried to just tell myself it must have been in you know a dream. Yeah. But it reached down and kind of touched my chest. And it felt like it was pushing, pushing really hard on my chest, like it was putting pressure. And... Then I was just like completely awake and I jumped up off the couch and there was nothing there. And it looked like he was wearing like a union officer's uniform, like not like like not completely decked out, but like he had a blue coat on that kind of resembled it. Maybe it was a pea coat. I don't know. But I, I remember like that same day later on encountering the shadow entity or whatever. So I thought maybe this thing is just masquerading as that pretending to be that. Because, of course, it would shapeshift as we remember the doppelganger stuff. And I remember thinking, that wasn't really a ghost. That was some sort of demonic entity that this thing is. And so, do you remember like that that thing that, I don't know what you call that, that, that weird thing that held the ivy? Like when you walked in, there was like this... Oh, like a macrame kind of deal. You grew ivy on it, and we hung a Darth Vader. Oh, the like a lattice. It was like the lattice right there. Whatever you call it, I remember it was just there, and it was it was it was pretty neat the way it was built, and then it had this big cedar plank in the middle of it. It had this really high vaulted ceilings. It was a pretty decent sized place. There was an incident with Ivan right there. Right there, yeah, and that we're gonna get into that. But there was a Darth Vader that hung there, and I remember coming home one day and just seeing the Darth Vader being completely black. And the light was off, but you could still see, like the the like the light was off in the house, but like you could still see from the living room. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to explain it. Like there was enough light to see that it was a like a shadow casted yeah, like onto shadow the Vader, that was cast onto Darth Vader that made him blacker than he should have been. Oh, holy and That I, normally I was up, not there. Yeah, and the guy that was that that was with me at that time yeah he's he's no he's no longer around i mean he's 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 deceased, he's deceased. Yeah, he's yeah. a good friend of ours but he was with us and he was like you know we came home from the bar you know but i was driving and i was not drunk 
you know, and he was having some problems. So I had taken him out, whatever to let him drink. And, uh, so I, I remember opening the door and just having him kind of freak out and jump back. And I remember like whatever was in front of it, it kind of moved across it, if that makes sense. And then I saw it go toward the aquarium and the aquarium light, I think was what was illuminating this, whatever it was. And there were times when the aquarium too would like do weird things like the fish would start freaking out and I'll go to one corner. And then, of course, while you were there, Chief, I don't know if you remember this, but the, the fish died. Yes. We had all the fish die, and that happened periodically. And that was a running joke and a, an extension of the, what did you do to my dog, Chief? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that's nuts, man. But you mentioned Ivan. You had an incident? Please tell us it, about it, because we got to hear this. Wolf and I both had an incident uh, in that very vicinity of the house. And it's kind of funny how, you know, that was that was just that vicinity of the house was a hotbed because that's the same area with the doppelganger in the window. But back to Ivan, one night uh, I took Ivan out and for the most part, I would take him out to the back. And uh, just for whatever reason that day, I went out the front, took him out front, uh, took him down the street. There was kind of like a store and a little park nearby. I took him over. He did his business. We came back to the house. I opened the door like usual. I grab him by his collar. I start taking his leash off. This animal starts to skits out. And my first yeah. impulse is like, yeah. Ivan is turning on me. <laughs> and he was a big, mean dog. Yeah. And I, I love animals. You know, if, 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 if I had a bad report with these animals, Wolf wouldn't let me near them. Mm-hmm. and my head would probably have another knot you know <laughs> just kidding that's not that's not the thing though i mean like i'm not cutting you off i'm just gonna add to what you're saying that the i trusted him he's like he said and ivan yeah. was not he was a big tough dog but he wasn't uh like he was just he wasn't erratic right something had to happen and i trusted these guys because ivan liked chief you know and ivan went with him yeah i mean he may, he stated earlier that he was the the caretaker when you're out of town and of course i'm you know i'm thinking in my mind well of course you know he's built a good rapport with ivan obviously because you had caesar there and then ivan's gonna be right close by so you know um, i loved our dogs man i mean they, they were wolves dogs but i you know i was around that you know I, I claimed them also you know but back to what i was saying my first impulse was this animal is flipping or or turning how how people say and He's going to latch onto me. Well, as I backed out, I backed away from the animal because I'm, I'm afraid. And it's funny because it was the same vicinity with the Darth Vader poster and the dark uh, shadow that Wolf brought up. Mm-hmm. Dogs skitzing out. And it was almost like the Caesar incident, but much worse because Ivan was a much larger dog. Wow. Hair standing straight up, pawing at the ground like he's engaging at whatever's in front of it takes a leak kind of does a lap around the kitchen and shoots out the door (laughs) well at this point wolf is like why didn't you close the door at that point i'm scared and going uh, and almost taking a leak myself you know (laughs) i got a dog tripping and now i got a wolf tripping (laughs) i'm just kidding no at the same point i'm like the dog skits out he never does that yeah you know we've left the door open i've unleashed him I've, you know so yeah so in my vicinity i'm here i am think, think, i mean just think about it 
You walk your dog, normal routine, your animal loves you, skits is out like it wants to attack you, engages something I cannot see, and then bolts out the door. Uh-huh. And he, I mean, we were upset enough because we had to go chase him. We had to go chase him. We had to chase him. He wouldn't come back home. No. Wow. He wouldn't was out come in, the back home. Of the, in the middle of the four-way stop out there. Yeah. He had to run all the way down the road. Yeah, I remember that. And, and the thing that was messed up about that was like, it just looked like he, he got down and was ready to fight something, and then he decided not to. And then he ran. And, and he was a 130-pound just bull of a dog, and he was a bad dude. Like, he, he liked to scrap. Like, he would get into it with other dogs, but he was also a very gentle dog, like with the puppies yeah. and the little dogs we had. He was very sweet. And if he liked you, he liked you. And, and so for him to skits out like that, the only thing I was mad about was you leaving the door open. But how do you... I mean, I don't know the dog's going to have a <laughs> conniption. Weird, you don't know the dog's going to do that. And then as Caesar got older, my brother fully believes that something just messed with that dog. I know? just think that was a uh, one of those scenarios where you're just like, see what you did. You know, everybody just kind of wants to, you know. Yeah, you got to blame somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. It's like, why didn't you close the door? And you're like, dude, it happened so fast. I was like, oh, you know, dude, I didn't course, know the dog was going to flip out. Yeah, and and I feel bad because you're, you know, I actually, I feel like you're 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 making me out to be a bully. You're know. not a bully. Get bully out of here, you, dude. I'm just bro, like, you're not. You didn't bully me. You you were you were protecting your animals, bro. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of a lot of that because then there'd be like I said, long hiatuses where nothing would happen, and then you'd wake up in the middle of the night and somebody's getting pulled out of bed you know that's kind of like sometimes the scenarios would happen and it was almost a rude awakening kind of deal where Mm -hmm. it's like what's going on you know and it's i mean what am i going to scream at i can't see this entity so me and the roommates are sitting there going wow you know three alarm fire but like i said for the most part i think the reason a lot of us are can be descriptive about it is because we didn't tuck tail and run Mm -mm. we sat there and watched it happen you know now speaking about watching stuff happened you know wolf you know we spoke with your brother diablo and he had and he told us about his knife set now chief, the knife set i i yeah. thought they were letter openers for the long time <laughs> <laughs> the longest time no now i don't know i can't re- totally remember where where d had the knife set but yes d had a knife set that decided it wanted to fall off the wall whenever it wanted to I want to say it was in a shield, right? Yeah, no, it was inside of a case. Yeah, okay, the but case it had like a little shield on the and head. It had, and there was there were like three knives, and one of them would just like come out. Well, I, I remember at one point we flipped it over, okay, uh-huh. where the handles are up right. and the blades are down. How's it going to fall unless the entire rack? Sure enough, this thing would hop up out of the hole. Find it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! You know, I mean, I can understand. Set. I can understand if you got mounted on a wall and it's handled down and blade up. I can understand it being able to fall. You know, you bump the wall or something. No, these things were positioned where it had to hop up out of the hole to get on the floor. So this case had a uh, for almost like a rack. Words. Yeah, it was yeah. A and rack. it goes down in a hole, right? It goes yeah. down. Has each blade it's got has a its own holder. right? It's yeah, a placeholder. That yeah. that was actually mine, but D got it, so it was like my, you know, whatever. But they, but it was like a gift, or whatever. And then I remember there was like a fight. We got into it when he moved out. One of the times he moved out, and he's like, "Well, I want it back or something." <laughs> and then I told him, "Well, it's yours. Take it." And he never did. So that's I guess it's ours or whatever. <laughs> but 
it didn't do that when we had it here. You know, it's put up now, but we, we still have it or we had it or whatever. And we don't mess with it or whatever. But when it was on the wall, it didn't, nothing happened. And once we came to this house, it never had the problem again. I know that Pete, one of the guys that lived there, he remembers it being here. He remembers it being there. And he remembers it being a couple different places. Because we did, the reason he does, you don't remember, Chief, like where it was at exactly? Because we moved it around. Well, I thought we I always by the aquarium at one point. I remember that, yeah, but I know it. I, I I always felt like did he did he have it in the room? Yeah, he did at one point. Was, I that's always when he came back and I said it's yours. Remember, you wanted it, so <laughs> I always felt like he had it in the same vicinity with the sign you gifted me. Yeah, that you want to talk about that? That's another. Go ahead and get into that. Well, we had uh, Wolf gifted me a um, a poster. Of a werewolf, yeah, uh, Frazetti, right? Frazetti, yeah, Frazetta, 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 and it wasn't just a, a paper poster, you know, or like a like a plastic vinyl printout or anything like that. It was like those old custom made, those old gas station kind of aluminum. You'd always see like the mobile or like yeah, you know Exxon stuff yeah, like those, that. The metal those ones are still uh, those are, those things are still quite still popular, around, or not? Yeah, I yeah, see like I beer signs and 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 co- uh, comic book stuff, but uh, yeah. So Wolf gifted me one. And uh, I absolutely loved it. Well, I had it on the on the on the wall, and it was like I said, it was this aluminum. Uh, minding my own business, watching the game, whatever I'm doing in the room, and I, you know, I hear this kind of like a, just like aluminum flailing, you know, or you, you know, you pull the the uh, foil out of the roll, or or you kind of shake a, a aluminum uh, a, a R panel or something, you yes. know. So I see this out of my periphery as I'm hearing this kind of aluminum sound. And I turned around, and it hadn't fallen off the ground, off the wall, but it was flailing off on the flapping. wall. Flapping, yeah. It was just flapping on the yeah, wall. Yeah, just flailing on the wall, like like a like a sheet in the wind. And there was no wind around no, there. Nothing. I'm in a room. Oh, wow. My room was often often very very cold. Mine too. And I oh, we'd man. get I I'd get jolted out of my sleep. And that was another thing. I I think that that contributed to the desensitize. I felt desensitized. I felt like I just. I don't know if that correlated. I know I hear I hear uh, paranormal stuff, or I hear uh, uh, ghost stories, and or, or places that are haunted, and people say you get a feeling of dread or or, or depression or whatever. I don't know if it was that, but I know there was a uh, a point of time where I just didn't I didn't care, you know. Well, if something would pop, you know, we'd have like I said, occurrences every day. Uh, like I I said, the thing pit us against each other, played head games. I I I would think that. Wolf was calling me, and he clearly didn't, you know, stuff like that. And I, I, I just believe in theory, all that, all that kind of mingled together. Well, talk about that because I, I remember you would come to the room, and you would be like, "Did you call me?" And I'd be like, "No," and you would keep doing that. Yeah, and it, well, it, it clearly became a deal where, if I don't know, texting kind of came into play. Yeah, around that time. Uh huh. And. Uh, majority of the time if this man needed to get a hold of me he would either say my name you know or if i had my door shut he would text me oh man you know we were that lazy yeah. right we, we worked were, out oh, we worked cats you know, like you yeah. work out and you just lay around and rest you know <laughs> yeah. we we, we, we worked the club we closed we went to the gym we stu- we gorged ourselves and then we went to sleep yeah <laughs> what we did it all we were over bachelors man yeah. or, and then on our days off we went out and chased girls <laughs> yeah, so you did. that's you what bachelors fight, do you know so but, so yeah, I feel like all of that contributed 
black mat. Well, back to the metal sign, which goes into a whole nother deal was there was a scenario where the sign wasn't just flailing this time. Same deal. Chilling in my room. Sign starts to flail and then shoots off the wall. Wolf comes in. What was that noise? I tell him, bro, that metal werewolf sign just launched itself off the wall over here to my vicinity. Yeah. And he kind of gave me this kind of like, because uh, we, we really hadn't had any. I mean, I don't know. I would call an apparition maybe a little more serious than right. something moving. Right. So maybe we did. But uh, so he looks at me with, you know, I guess semi disbelief or semi kind of, you know. And as we do so, I had a another had a cutout. I had a Yoda. Yoda, oh, cardboard so, cutout. Yeah, so he had Vader by the lattice and I had Yoda in my room. Okay. So as we're looking at each other, trying to make sense of what's going on, this Yoda decided well i don't know if it does cardboard cutouts they fold in half so you can store it yes well this thing folded itself and i don't mean like gravity you know i don't mean like maybe it had a loose uh thumbtack or loose tape and it just kind of i mean like the kid that just got sent to the office and he's knocking stuff (laughs) off the desk on the way out yeah that's how this thing flew folded down oh man you know, I, I felt like it was the entity going, yeah, I did that. Yep. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, oh. and I saw that. And and I and I saw it once when he was in, in his room asleep. He would go to sleep, like, watching TV. And sometimes I'd be out in the living room. And it was me and that other guy, Taz. Mm-hmm. We were all living there at one time. And my brother had moved out. And he was across, you know, you, I could see into that room. Yes. You know, which had been my brother's room. And I just saw that. Yoda go flying off, and I just watched saw it happen, man. We both did. We were like, dude, and, and you didn't even it, wake it, up. It, it occurred right in front there. of. It occurred right in front of us. Yeah, like the, and I remember you that time that I'm talking about with me and Taz. You didn't even wake up. You were just laying there, and then when you woke up, you saw it on the ground, and you were like, I'm tired of this. Crap. Oh <laughs> I sure God, I remember that. that. And, and then there was like this. Uh, <laughs> the thing with the sign, we moved it different places. Now. The thing about thing about the gifting of the sign, there's a funny story behind that. Too. <laughs> I'll tell you, that was that was there when Chief moved in. Okay, but Chief liked it, and I'll tell you what it was, folks. It was a werewolf that was confronting what looked like Dracula, but you only saw Dracula's back, and there was a castle with bats in the background. It's a very famous Frazetta picture. And so what happened was that picture was on the wall, and it it, it was we knew it had this problem, right? Man. And it was custom made by a guy that had had lived there before, and so he it, he uh, left it there when he moved out, and yeah. so I was just like, it's mine now, I guess, you know. And so for you guys that are Dogman fans, just that we, I've talked about that on Vic's show that there was a picture that flew off the wall. Well, that that is what happened, and so what happened was the guy that moved out. I'm trying to remember his name was I think his name was Butch. They called him Butch, mm-hmm. and so he his name was Butch, and when he left, he left his aquarium too. Like, he moved out, and I came home, and this guy was gone. And then, like, he calls me from, like, his mom's, like, down the road. And he's like, dude, I can't live in that house, and I, you can keep the aquarium, keep my stuff. And I'm like, are you serious, dude? Like, what's going on with this, you know? And then he owed me money for rent or whatever, and he's like, I, I, don't, I don't care. I'll, I'll pay you, you know, if you don't trust me to whatever, pay my part for this, I'll give you my car story. I don't care. Like he, something scared him. To this day, I never, I never did bring it up again about what happened because he, you know, he worked at a body shop at one point and he did some work for me in my car. 
did it for free. Was a very nice guy. Literally, they did it for free, like three hundred dollars worth of work. It was something small, but he was like, "No, no, that's cool, man." You know, he's like, "I feel bad about moving out." You know, whatever, like that. And and he did not tell us, you know, what happened to him. No, there was three of us standing there. He didn't say whatever happened. He's like, "I just don't want to talk about it." It was just traumatizing. This was a tough guy. He was covered in tattoos. A tough kid. And then he quit the club, too, because something happened to him at the club, and he's just like, there's too much weirdness around you. That's a whole nother can of that's worms. A whole nother can that's of a whole other we'll episode, the club. Episode, yeah. yeah. But, but, but we get back to what we were talking about. This whole uh, stuff that was going on just kept on going, but then it would stop. And like I said, people are like, well, why didn't you move out? Well, what would happen was when you got about to your limit, it would stop. Like it was pushing you. You know, that's how I felt because I lived there for ten, over 10 years. Yeah. So I know, Chief, when you were there the first six months and then you I guess you said to heck with it, you moved out. But then you came back several months later, came back. Yeah. And then and then but and then there was a lull there because there was a time when when you were there and it wasn't going on. But I remember I, the first six months, though, it was. And I was I know shocked. That that I, I remember a period where I don't know if it was the desensitization or I don't know if it was things got busier because i got i got promoted uh per se you you left left me the left me the the reins yeah i went to work another job and uh i i don't i don't want to i don't know if it was the desensitization or i got busier or the activity slowed down yeah and i remember at that time too when i started the other job i started dating someone yes and so I was spending more time in her place and I was at that other job. And then that was when you took over and then my brother moved in and he was living there with Taz for a while. And then they, they it was just them too. But then everybody would drop by like big John and, and, and all the guys, uh, they would come by, they would say hi, whatever they would stay. And sometimes they'd fall asleep on the couch or whatever. And I would come home. I didn't know which one of these guys was going to be <laughs> on my couch watching my TV, eating up my food, you know. And I'm like, dude, hey, you know. I came home one time. I remember Jack, uh, guy, good friend of ours, big Jack. Hey, what's up, Jack? He was sitting there playing a pin. One of these, I had a Coke Cola pinball machine. Oh, and he was just sitting there playing it. And I'm like, I come home. I'm like, hey, what's up, Jack? I guess he let himself in or whatever because we were very close, all of us. So I'm sitting there watching the game, whatever. And I look over, and it's like one in the morning, and he's still cling, 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 cling. I'm like whoa dude what are you doing was Still it was it jack or was it jack's doppelganger yeah well, you know, well it, his motorcycle was out front so i'm pretty sure it was his ride out there i was like and so finally you know i and there, there was an incident with him now I've, I've talked to him about this he would always poo-poo everything too he was oh. a, at that time a devout atheist oh and he would tease us and i remember one day we were going to san marcos to the outlet mall whatever to, to get some nice duds and some cologne because mm-hmm. that's where you go you go to the outlet mall so yeah <laughs> So we're on our way Some over there. Threads. And, uh, and you remember that 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 Cherokee he that that ride he just bought. Yes. Yeah. And he was tra- and we were driving and he so anyway, that's another story. But anyway, you were driving and he says, he says, I don't believe in none of this this hooey about the ghosts and demons and all that. You know, he just he's kind of messing with me and my brother. My brother's like, Well, you haven't experienced it. And he goes, I thought you were, you know, like me. You didn't believe it. And D was like, No. You know, it makes you a believer. There's nothing you can do about it. So that very night, after he talked all this little garbage, right? Yeah. He comes home or comes over with us, you know, comes to the house. We get back to the house before he goes back to his place. He's like, I'm going to go hit the head, you know, use the bathroom, whatever. Yeah. He goes in the restroom. He comes out and his eyes are big. Like, <laughs> and I was like, and I looked at my brother. And we both smiled like, we yeah, both knew dude. what it was. We knew what it was. Something got you, boy. 
And so he's like, well, I'm going to well, go. What happened, you know? Jack? Yeah. So then I think it was like uh, one of the guys, I don't remember which one, Loki or somebody was messing with him. And they were like, what what, what happened, bro? You get you know, just get, a little, get a little demon there? Yeah. A little ghost grab you? So Jack was like, finally, he tells me, he says, man, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I've never seen anything like that in my life. And so I, he, t- he said, I was going to the bathroom and I thought I saw you sitting on the edge of the bed. I had a coffee table there, and he's like, you're, you're like, you had your feet up on the coffee table, like your head was down. And he's like, and I knew you were in the living room. He's like, but as I began to look at this, what I thought was you, it, oh, this is, this gives me the chills to talk about this, right? Uh, I don't know us, if he's going to be upset with me telling his story, but like he turned it, he said it turned and looked at him, and it looked like an old man. Oh, man. And that's weird because Taz and, and, and Diablo had both said that they'd seen something that looked like an old man standing at the foot of their bed. Yeah. And when he said he turned and looked at him, it looked at that, that he told us. Of course, he didn't tell us that in the room. Correct. You know, he told me, and I think you know, a couple other people, uh, like my friend Chad, a few other other guys. He told us at the club yeah. when he was safe. I guess he thought he felt safe <laughs> from the house, and so he didn't come over for a while. And uh, he's come over regularly and just played with that pinball machine, you know. And he would just come by and be like, "Hey, Wolf, what's up?" I trusted these guys completely. Yeah. I always had money and and jewelry and stuff in the house and nobody ever stole from me of course i had two big mean dogs <laughs> and if you went in the wrong area of the house they didn't like it you know they were trained oh yeah which made it so weird that they would freak out out of for nowhere you know and just and just go off doing what they did you know that's that right there the whole thing of you know it, it always brings us back to this doppelganger because it seems like to me that whatever this entity or entities like to do was do this doppelganger thing and i i find that intriguing you know it, it's it gives you chills too when you mm-hmm. think about it and like i said in previous show you know previous show that that they've done ghost stories all that stuff on major television shows you know when they talk about the paranormal but now i've heard you diablo scorpion and now chief with the same stuff and then you're telling me you're telling me this story about big jack also seeing it so I'm not a big skeptic. Like, I can't believe anything. No, this gives me a lot well, of. You've credence. actually talked to Squid too, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. told you, and you've talked to Loki. But mm-hmm. um, their stories, we're not going to talk about their stories until they get on the show and eventually yeah, they talk definitely. about it. Um, trying to get everybody together that, from the old days that wants to speak about this. Oh, like I definitely. said, there's a few people who can't t- speak about it because they don't right. they don't feel comfortable or that they don't they're not able to articulate it right you yeah know? Definitely. but I, I definitely anybody that, that that has any experiences out there you know i'm going to try and get them to, to talk about this because this was something that went on and on and on oh and it I, was sorry wolf i didn't mean to cut you off no, uh, no, no. i mean it wasn't the conjuring you know Correct. it wasn't it wasn't amityville horror <laughs> it wasn't blood coming from the wall but there was some mischievous spirits or whatever it may entities and yeah. they they were playing around every day. Wow, that's that. I think anybody that's skeptic, they're gonna be like, "Man, my mind's being blown on a daily basis." Well, to be honest, I feel I like I would be. I was the biggest. I feel like I was the biggest skeptic. You know, because I had that same. I was heckled. Diablo heckled me a lot. You know, the all the guys did. You know, and it was like, "Oh, just wait." You know, and it was my my first encounter was the mirror. I was, I was actually, I'm lying. My, my first encounter was Ivan. Oh man. But the, the encounter when I was skeptical about the mirror, I was more so about the mirror. I was like, y'all, y'all ain't seeing nothing. Yeah. And like I said, I Caesar was, was your first Caesar, not Caesar, Ivan yeah, Caesar, not Ivan. right. Caesar. 
Now, like I said, with the mirror, I was 100% skeptical. I was like, there's nothing jumping into it. There's nothing jumping across it. There's, I never witnessed anything like that. But clear as day, I'm peeping out my biceps and, and the little nerd troll <laughs> jumped the, whatever, nerd, nerd troll, gargoyle, whatever, the little frumpy little guy jumped, clearly jumped from one side of Wolf's room to the other. Wow. And frequently, and I want to say it happened a lot during the period of time that it was just me and Diablo, and I know uh, Taz would would come, but Taz, with his work schedule, he'd always we, we'd always miss each other kind of deal. Yes. But commonly, when Diablo would be sitting there watching TV, whatever, in the living room, clear as day, this little this little toad thing would jump from the hallway into the mirror. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Taz, Taz worked a day job at a at a junkyard, and right. then, and then yeah, and then uh, for the same guys that ran the club, they're, they're okay. like, but the, but what happened was he he would uh, go at work during the day, and then like he would he would meet us at the club at night because he worked at the club at the nighttime, right? And then by the time we got off, we'd all go home. Those who would go to the gym, I was dedicated back then. I'd go mm-hmm. to the gym for an hour or two, and then I'd go home. Chief would go work out with me a lot of times. Uh, I was coaching him in boxing back then. He was trying to work on his stand-up. So, yeah, that that was the thing. I was, like, trying to – we were training and stuff and doing all that. We had a big heavy bag in the back that, like, just broke one day. I don't even know how to describe it. It was weird. It looked like somebody hit it. Oh, man. The chain broke. It snapped, which was weird. Chief, I remember that. Yeah, you weren't there when it happened. But I you wasn't there, but I, when I got happened. home, I was like, yeah. what would y'all do to my bag? <laughs> wow, <laughs> it just that's... broke. And and there were a lot of incidents that went on um, <clears throat> beyond what just happened with him. Like I said, we can get into eventually with I these think... other guys that can have them come onto the show. One thing I want to say about that picture, it's very interesting, was that when you left, okay, that picture, you, I guess you took the picture with you, right? When you left. The werewolf picture? The werewolf picture. Well, that that metal one disappeared. Not, not that I remember. Well, that's weird because it disappeared. So <laughs> I don't. I, I to this day I don't have it, bro. Oh my god. Oh god. wait, I mean I did. I I lost everything. We had Harvey. Oh, that's Hurricane right. Harvey. I mean, you did, when you left though? Did you? I was. I didn't ever never asked you that. Did you take it? Because it it disappeared. I, I want to say left, so. I think you did. So and and that's another thing. He, like that picture took. He, he took it right because I gave it to him. Yes. So I thought that was the end of it. I thought maybe that picture was bothering this entity it or whatever. Was, yeah. So what I did was I bought another like little small poster of, of that print. Yes. And I had it framed at the mall, and so I hung it up in that room, and lo and behold, it was throwing that thing off of the wall. Like it kept doing it. This went on for like another two years with that thing being, and I would just like one day I was I was the only one in the house, and I just remember I was leaving to go do something, and I just remember hearing boop, and I look in there and it's on the floor, because it seemed like something that it didn't like about that picture. It just bothered it. <laughs> I don't know if the werewolf scared it. I don't know what that is or what that was. I've I've thought about it, it over the, the years. The entity had wolf envy or something. It had it like werewolves. <laughs> But wow. it threw it on the ground over and over again, and it was like sometimes it was like with venom, you know, like it would throw it, you know. Wow, it that's like, man. That then you know it didn't really like it. This house, man, it's just every time I hear from different people that that were residents in your home and so on and so forth, you know, it's like man, we could go on for hours about this, and I'm still looking forward to the next time we bring on 
Chief, because I got to hear more. But I'm sure that Chief's probably got a lot of other stuff. I mean, I got. Two. It seems like all your friends and stuff. Tell you what, Chief, we're gonna get you on the next show, brother. I'd be glad to, man. Thanks, I got, I got other here, stuff. Man. I, I want to say the house is what did it for me. Making you into believing in right because yeah. I was I was a complete skeptic. I had never had any experiences like that, were. you know. Awesome. And I want to say that that's what opened it up for me. That and and you know, being a, a of Mexican descent, you know, there's a lot of folklore. Yeah. The well, uh, the the uh, Mexican parentals like to use that to kind of keep the kids at bay. Different stories yeah, yeah, that are out cucuy. there. Yeah, we, we got the run, yeah. That's our running joke. The, the cucuy. It's a it's a fix all for everything catch oh for term. sure it's a man. catch all term don't, you know hey, don't go over there the cucuy's over there yeah that's, <laughs> that was, that's the most common yeah, one yeah, the yeah. abuelita always has the room where the, the cucuy in the house i don't go there. back there that's a fantasma in the room yeah but <laughs> we want to thank you for being on this sh- on the show today my brother because th- yeah i know we could go on for hours on the house yeah so i guess hey wolf you know let's let the folks out there know what uh how they can get in contact with us sure sure Wolfman 88 at gmail.com Wolfman 88 at gmail.com wolf and sal at gmail.com and wolf and sal at gmail.com give us give us a holler folks we, we're getting inundated with stories actually yes a lot of activity a lot of different places uh texas definitely a hotbed of stuff definitely and remember everyone like and subscribe tell your friends that like these kind of you know stories and and, and we're talking to people that actually have experienced these things mm-hmm. and and we're always doing our best to bring them on the show. It's not and make we believe. Keep doing, oh no, no! You heard that old saying: "Truth is stranger than fiction." Mm-hmm. So tell the, tr- tell the truth, nobody believes you. Exactly. Yeah. And well, once more, email in the description. The email definitely. is in the description. I'm sorry that it was misspelled once. That's Tony's fault. We <laughs> flogged him for that with a wet noodle. <laughs> with a wet noodle. <laughs> all right. He has, he has bruises all upon his face, breast, chest, neck, and head area. Exactly. Well, again, thanks for being on the show, there, Chief. Thank you guys for having me, man. And we will have you back. Adios, folks. Have a good one.